welcome to a special episode 26 and a half, I guess, of Evergreen Squadron Radio. Uh, this is just a uh, quick little Redmond report after our hyperspace finished this weekend. We've got uh, Ryan Moron, the champion, spoilers, of the Redmond hyperspace, and Kalen Wong, his opponent in the final. I guess you could call it that. <laughs> I guess. We'll get there. How you guys doing? I'm doing all right. I'm... I'm about to head off to work soon, but with a frozen face because I had to go to the dentist today. All the lovely things. What a day. Wow. Yeah. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Still riding a high? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, it's the day after, so I guess it kind of feels like I actually won something now. A little bit. Sunk in a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I went to work and told people about it. They're like, what are you even talking about, man? It makes no sense. But, you know. Well, you know we all appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Sweet. Chris is here with me, too, just to help me host this, I guess. He's probably not going to do anything the whole time. <laughs> not too much. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing all right, man. Good to hear. Good to hear. All right. Well, let's just uh, get right into it with these two guys here. Uh, Ryan, what were you flying? Uh, so I was flying quick draw and two star killer based pilots. Lots of analyzing of patterns, lots of detecting collisions, uh, and a little bit of a special forces gunner. So those are two upsilons. You didn't uh, really care that the upsilons got hit because it didn't hit you at all, huh? Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't a big deal. I just tried to sit in the rocks, play in the rocks as much as possible. Oh, yeah, I also had uh, Captain Phasma actually was the, the star of that list. So, uh, play on the rocks, uh, stress everybody out, and let Quick Drop plank away. It was, was, was pretty fun. How did you uh, come, come, to this, come to play this list? Were you practicing this for a long time, or was it kind of a last-minute thing? Uh, I've been playing it for a little while, at least different versions of it. It all started when uh, Amazon put on a sale on Upsilons. Oh, I was yes. like, hmm, I have one. Two seems kind of nice. And then the best thing you can fit in there was two Upsilons would be Quick Draw, so I just started playing it and uh, probably for like the last three weeks, I had different versions of it and I've, well, maybe for a month and I almost dropped a list about three or four times after getting wiped by like Joe Fiala a couple times and then not doing very well on Wednesday. And yeah, I came close to just jumping into the, jumping out of it and just like running a, a Falcon and two X-Wings. But fortunately I said with it. Fortunately you did. Uh, yeah. Kalen, Kalen, let's talk about you. What were you flying? I was flying... Swarm Tactics Wedge, Biggs, Selfless Horton Salm with Ion Can Turret and Veteran Turret Gunner, and a Partisan Renegade with Leia and Tactical Officer. It was a list I thought about actually something similar to use actually in Toronto. So I've been looking at it for the last like four weeks. Um, I was going to ask if this came about because of what you took to Toronto, which was kind of the same thing, but with some Z95s-ish, or whether this was something you had thought up separately. So yeah, this was the pre before Toronto. This was what I was going to bring Toronto, but um, instead of having uh, Ion, it was dorsal turret because uh, it was extended and put uh, selfless Heftober uh, instead of the partisan. Just move the selfless over from Horton. Uh, I just when I was in Toronto before I could start my list, I was just the best coast pairing was it had so many stipulations to submit. You had to wait the day before. Uh, the event, and you had to be within five kilometers of the event to actually submit, so I couldn't actually do it until I got there. And the night before, I was like, I want to try something different, and like, with 
Z95s and Bs and actually having six ships on the table. That's how I came up with the Toronto list was actually from this. Yeah, uh, so this just, just, just kind of going back to what you had been practicing. Yeah. But this one, uh, yeah, I, I, I did a couple of games with it. I saw it's pretty solid, played against it, played with it. Um, but I never actually had too much practice in it. I didn't get to too many Thursday nights, especially we're running um, some of the thematic stuff. So it was forced to do some like resistance versus FO events and things like that. So I didn't actually get too much practice, but it was, I knew there are solid ships and I got some practice flying Ewings in general from Toronto and some other games. I got used to flying that quite well. And the other ships are just, they, they work well together. Sure. And the Ewings are probably the thing that needs the most practice, at least just starting from scratch there. Cause they fly differently. X-Wings, are X-Wings, Y-Wings, or Y-Wings, but the U-Wing has a little tricks to it. Yeah, the U-Wing is a little, especially trying to get a medium base to fly in formation with small base ships, especially ones that don't want to waste actions on repositioning. And the U-Wing itself can't reposition, so it's a bit weird, but I got used to it over the last couple weeks. Sure. All right, Ryan, how confident were you in your list going into the event? Uh, I had no confidence. None. Absolutely none. (laughs) I showed up hungover that day, first day, and I just didn't care about anything. So absolutely no confidence. Was there anything specific you were afraid of, or was it just everything? Uh, I just couldn't keep winning consistently with it. But it was the only thing I've been playing, so I'm not just going to switch the day before and do even worse, like Evan. So so I, I stuck with it, but I think... Yeah, I just didn't care. I just, I just did not care at all when I showed up, and that seemed to have worked. <laughs> new, new strategy, yeah. That's right. If you don't care, you'll probably win. <laughs> Take it from the man himself. Can't go wrong. Yep. Yeah, it's a solid strategy. Oh yeah, no, I. I, I, I was in Toronto, expecting to like just lose. Like I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. And look at that. Go all the way. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Yeah, two weeks. Science. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Caitlin? Were you confident in that list? Sounds I was like it. Pretty confident in the list. I was. It had the pieces I wanted together. Um, I wasn't totally sold on the double tap Horton uh, with Ion Cannon, but after putting in use, uh, he does amazing work, especially fighting uh, against the two ties, the two different tie storms I played against, and some of the um, other Imperial lists where I had to worry about getting blocked in. It's like, oh, okay, you block Horton, but he still gets rerolls for every friendly ship nearby. And it really worked out with a double tap, especially shooting at initiative six with swarm tactics. Interesting little note here. Both you guys seem or felt, it seems like you both felt and were very, very confident against tie swarms. Do uh, you agree? Yes, uh, I love tie swarms. <laughs> going into it, no. But after, I just, I knew how I had experience playing against in 1.0. And. I knew the tactics needed to play against it. So the first time I played, I got the initiative roll off. So my partisan got to block the tie swarm, which works it's wonders. When yes, absolutely. It's pretty key. Um, the other two kind of times I did it, but I had at least decent positioning that um, Wedge was off the slightly off to the side, but he was still got to arrange one to one of my ships. So where my engagement was, he couldn't block all my ships. He had to pick which way to block because I attacked from two different 90 degree angles coming in. Uh, so Wedge got a good flank or the partisan was on the flank and allowed me to at least keep some ships prevented from bumping. And then Leia just does work to when they start doing K turns or turning around. Absolutely. What were you afraid of anything specific, Kalen, with your list? Uh, 
It extended not really. I was worried about the five Y-Wing matchup because this comes down to almost dice rolls. There's only so much finesse I can try to flank with Wedge where before he just gets turned and gets ionized. So just how long does it take to get ionized? How long does it take to kill Y-Wings? Uh, so the one game I did play against E, who went undefeated in the Swiss, um, it looked very good to start, but then when the, the range one scrum started, my red dice, since it was everything was bumping, my red dice decided to go cold on some of my ships, and then like I just couldn't finish off Y wings. It, I did start off with, like the first round doing four damage at range three, then killing a Y wing and bringing another one to half, and then proceeded to do like two damage total over three rounds with range one shots. Mm. And that's purely on wedge Antilles because the opponent could roll defense dice. Sure, sure. So, so next thing I was going to get into was how day one went. I was going to talk about your losses specifically, Kalen. You just kind of went over yours. Ryan, you were four and two, right, on day one, right? What were your two losses to? Oh God! Um, so I lost to uh, um, the uh, Resistance Bomber Poe and an A Wing. Um, Vinny, the Vinny list. Yeah, that list. Uh, it was a decent list. Uh, it was uh, was it on the approach. I got up there and I had all three people shooting at the A wing, so it took eleven dice and got I got one shield. Ooh. And then it kind of just went downhill from there. I ended up getting Poe down to one health. I didn't push him over. Then once once like, as an epsilon left over, it was Poe just like soloing, soloing me. So it was that was tough. I didn't enjoy it that much. But from there, it got easier. Sure. Um, and then your second then, loss. Uh, yeah, that was it. I was four and one. I was feeling pretty good. And uh, I just dumpstered two twice worms, um, which was pretty fun. So sorry to the people that happened to. Uh, both Doug the Weaver and David the Sarah, uh, they, they pulled me and that I love flying against those things. I can attest uh, to how badly yeah, that goes. Yep, yep, yep. Turns out that reinforcing against a tie swarm is really good. So is Phasma. <laughs> and fa- he's, he's, yeah, when you get everybody uh, a stress and they're all getting blocked and running into rocks, then it's, it's really fun for me. Uh, so last round, um, I was four and one. Knew it needed to be five one to get in for sure. Then then four and two. With I had a bunch, all my wins were really big. Uh, so I pull uh, Chris, and uh, so I was really excited about that because he's flying five Y wings. <laughs> and uh, so I mean, I got the engage I wanted to have. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was in the rocks. I made Chris barrel roll, and he never barrels with those Y wings, but he did. He was stressed. And it was beautiful. And then I proceeded to roll absolutely no hits at all. And uh, both of my Starbase uh, killer pilots burned down, and there were still five Y wings on the board versus Quick Draw. I was pretty happy about that. In fact, I was so happy I almost just gave up and walked away, <laughs> and uh, came close to throwing my dice actually at Chris a few times, I think, <laughs> and uh, see if they would help out to get me uh, some more hits. And then um, I was able to get two Y wings off the board, another one to half. So I lost two hundred to 100 on that one. Uh, but I was able to get into the cut just barely at 14th place. Yeah, so those that last little MOV you squeaked out there ended up being all the difference. Oh, yeah. Quick draw, I think most of the game was quick draw running around with three Y-wings on the board. I'm pretty sure it was. I was running around everywhere, surviving on one health for a lot of that time, too. And then just having one last hurrah where I couldn't run anymore, and he finally tracked me down. And just, you know, yeah, that was all I could do. But it got me in. So Chris, yeah, what's the secret here? Well, how how do you how do you beat him so thoroughly? Uh, you curse his dice 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, I the matchup went. I got the initiative, which was pretty big because then that I could huge. block the Star Killer bases. Um, I mean, he has the pattern, and so he can stop and still take an action. But then the next turn, like it, it just becomes a mess. And so, um, really, his red dice were just so cold. Like having five Y wings when both Upsilons are dead. I expect to have like probably two and a half to three. Um, so visit your local witch doctor right before. Yeah, yeah apparently, because uh, I mean, reinforce is really good against the uh, just. The Absolutely. sheer volume of yeah. shots that you're doing as well. Yeah. I mean, luckily, if you do roll one hit, like it, one hit's almost the same as two. So you don't care as much. You're just throwing out a number of attacks that are, and you're hoping that he doesn't roll of eights, which he didn't roll too many. So <laughs> they just burned down and then he was a quick it was a big out. fire, man. It was just this big, huge, steaming fire. I think that that's a lot of what that matchup comes down to is like how many evades the Epsilon rolls because the Y-Wings should just be rolling one hit and they throw out, I mean, that's what, nine attacks? And that yep. was, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you can burn through a, you know, good chunk of a star killer in a turn, even if you're just plinking it with one, one hit each time. Um, but I did end up ioning one, didn't I? I don't think it mattered. I think he was going to die anyways. I think he did end up dying, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was ridiculous that the ion even went through. Because um, <laughs> I was barely ioning people all day. Yeah, there was a lot of things that were ridiculous about that. It was... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's how the matchup normally goes, for sure. So I, I can attest to Ryan being despondent after the game. Sure, he had missed the cut. Sure, sure, oh. everything had gone gone away. But so wrong. Squeaked yeah, in was, there by I don't. What's do anybody have the MOV list? It was like five or six MOV or something like that. Yeah, it was fourteen. But the spread between fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen was really small. Yeah, it was within like thirty points because I know Jonas just missed it by like twenty-two points. Jonas missed it by like four points. Was yeah. it only four points? Yeah. Oh, okay. Brian yeah. was only ten I, points ahead of. Of Doug there. Yeah, so he's a 14th. Yeah, very low. Yeah. I, I know I missed eighth place by one. Yep. Nice. Yep. So if it was a top eight cut, I would have made I wouldn't have made it one whole point. I'm <laughs> <laughs> he's a lot tighter now. But like, on point of a ship. Yeah, it is very tight now. Yeah, that that little stretch there between it looks between twelve and nineteen is less than a hundred points. Crazy. That's that's nothing. That's one ship in one of your games because it's a double, it's a double swing. So, on to day two. Um, talk about your top sixteen round, Ryan. Who'd you play? What'd they fly? How'd it go? Uh, top sixteen uh, was Sebastian. He was flying uh, Wedge and Thane and Biggs, and then a uh, PS One uh, Ewing with Leia. So kind of similar to Caleb, uh, just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, just yeah, rebel swarm basically. Pass damage around that kind of stuff. Use wedge to kill things. Use Thane to pull up cards. Um, so uh, I think it got exactly what I wanted. Uh, I actually made a huge mistake on my normal engagement tactics. I was you know fortressing up the uh, two epsilons in the right in front of the rocks, and so he had to come into the rocks and then 
I meant to bump one and have the other one move forward, but then I moved forward and then had to not bump it, and the guy went off to the wrong direction. <laughs> but <laughs> it actually turned out, hey, so he's just kind of, he was still able to like coordinate the other Epsilon, and I ended up creating this giant kill box that was actually even better than what I was going to do in the first place. So it worked out. But yeah, we had a, a long range engagement where I lost a shield and he maybe lost one or two. And then I just dove in there with Phasma, blocked everything. Quickjaw was shooting from long range. The other uh, Upsilon was uh, was shooting from like medium range. And then he tried to lay out of it. Then he still had no mods for anything and because he was stressed. Um, and we were all on the rocks. So I just, I think he killed, did he kill? I don't know if he, he might have killed an Upsilon. I can't remember, but it was... It once uh, once his guys started burning down, then it was it went it went down fast. Sure, Kalen, who'd you play in the top sixteen? I played against uh, Izzy. He was flying a uh, Thai salad. Mm, the one of each of the yeah one of each of the uh, Imperial ships that are allowed to take in hyperspace. We so had Vader, um, Captain Faroff with Death Troopers, uh, Duchess, and Night Beast. I was actually quite surprised. It was slightly different than most people take, but he had. Chose a slightly lower initiative pilots and cheaper costing at a point bid. Um, and we were both like, he was using the Night Beast to keep the fair off back in the corners because I'm like a little castling. He tried to get, bait me with uh, Duchess just flying around, hitched to the table. So it was taking it both, both players, both of us were taking it quite slow. Uh, Vader was coming down the flank and I turned into the middle and pressured to engage on Vader. So he started to move up with his uh, Reapers. But I, he made a two. He engaged with Vader. He committed too hard with Vader, so um, he couldn't bail out with like a barrel and like a hard two back into the rock. So he was he was committed in, and I got to plink away a couple shields off of him. And sadly, Izzy made a mistake, and he looked at his dial. He thought it was a three straight, and then when he finally revealed it, it was a three bank uh, away. So when he did his ailerons plus his three bank, he actually turned a full ninety degrees the wrong way and landed on a debris cloud. So Duchess was actually out of the fight for oh. like three rounds of combat. This gave me the freedom that my partisan literally just parked himself behind Vader and just shot him every round until Vader died. So he lost Vader there. Uh, he made a, a when the Reaper came in, uh, his ailerons barely touched the debris cloud. So when he three banked into fight, he was stressed and have a token. So they followed up with no aileron move and blew. And Horton got a range one ion shot and ionized him onto another debris cloud <laughs> the Boy. next round. So it did not go nicely after that. So. In the end, though, he still killed um, Biggs. At, no, he killed, sorry, he killed Horton, I believe. He might have actually, Horton might have survived. But I think he finished off Horton near, at one part of the game. But yeah, just, it did not go well for him. I sat there to start finishing off ships and wedge doing wedge things. So, it, sadly, that the, the misplay of Duchess being out of combat for the initial engagement just sure. gave me no pressure. So Yeah, it just takes one mistake and the whole thing can fall apart. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, top eight, Ryan. Same thing. Uh, top eight was Daniel Taylor. Uh, he was flying uh, Resistance Han with Ray, uh, Season Navigator, a couple other things. Can't remember all everything. And then they fully loaded up. They better just you know, just two fat ships basically, which I was surprised to see. Well, I was actually happy to see that because um, I, I was pretty confident in that one. Uh, but then I forgot that it was Resistance Han. And then he can just place himself like, you know, range three away from Quickdraw, who he, who stays a little bit away from the, uh, the Epsilons. 
And then so I, I put my list down because he had the bid on me. And then all of a sudden there's Rebel Han, or excuse me, Resistance Han looking right at me. I'm like, well, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, this will be interesting. Uh, I was able to, to get out of that engagement only losing two shields. And so the Epsilons didn't even castle very long. They just came right out. And then Han burned down pretty quickly. And then it was just a matter of time before I was able to catch Poe and, and take him down. But it was, was it? It started out really bad because I had put you out in a really bad spot, but I was able to pull myself out of it pretty easily. Some decent luck. So, because um, if Quickdraw dies, then Poe just does whatever the hell he wants to to the Epsilons, and it would have been really bad. Sure, but once you get those Epsilon guns on Han, he doesn't he doesn't stand up for oh, very long. Oh no 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 he he was he was on fire for a little while, pulling away. So he had I ended up having one Epsilon actually just go play with Poe, reinforce, take a take a, one of the personal torpedoes for me. Like sweet. I'll take it with full shields and reinforce, then go and block him while Han is running for his life from Quickjaw and the other Epsilon. And then they finished Han, and then I was able to get everybody back together, get the band back together to go after Poe all, all together at once. Cool. Kalen, how's your top eight? I played against that tie storm with Doug Stone Weaver. Uh, he did, it was a standard joust. Actually, we had forced through the rocks, though, so it was a bit tight corridor, but. His tie fighters are already in a tight formation. Uh, he did a weird maneuver, though, that he was just going straight up his side of the table and then K turned back in. So he had his um, higher initiatives actually in the front of the line, which forced him to do a hard three and to the engage. So I saw it coming. So the actually very first turn of shooting was like my Ewing had a range one shot and everyone else was like range two, except Horton got a range three shot. Um, and his back line of ties, because of the column that created, couldn't shoot or range three of most of my ships range two of like maybe the Ewing. So there's a weird split of fire. I didn't get too much damage there. I think I might have killed uh, the Academy um, that round. So I triggered Iden through some shots to Wampa and finished off the Academy with the final shot with the Ewing. That's a trade, like a couple damage split between uh, Horton, Biggs, and Wedge. Um, but then, yeah, the next round, I think it was... One, he's thinking I was going to lay it, but I didn't. So I just planned it out. All my ships were literally going to go one forward and bump. The Ewing just stalled to make sure he didn't go anywhere. And we just caused the columns to crash into each other. So no one really, he had actions because he got the initiative. So his ones and fours got to move first. But um, with with the initiative uh, advantage with Wedge and Swarm Tactics, I got to get Hortus double tap off to trigger. Actually, sorry, Biggs was going to die this round. So I gave it to Biggs. Big had a shot off to turn off um, Wampa and Dashi, I think, did some damage there. And this, this, the split fire and the damage spread made it so what, uh, Big took some extra damage. Some went on to um, Horton, and I managed to take out another tie that round. And then since Leia was still active next round, I got a, since everything all clustered up, I got a free K turns in with word block. So uh, Wedge got through. I think Horton's was blocked, but he had to bump his own ships to do so. So it was just a, it was a giant mess. And then Wedge just got to stay alive, like just a little bit longer than he probably should have. Um, every time that he rolled into Wedge and like, the decent shot he got was hit crit and Wedge would get one dodge and that could selfless the crit away. So Wedge lived that entire game with one hit point left with damage sensor array. So all he was doing was moving and focusing and then he managed to just finish off target after target after target. Uh, so he did magic kill Horton in the end, but I had a full hit point Ewing and one hit point Wedge at the end of the game. So yeah, I can as someone who flew Tice Swarm against a lot of wedges over the weekend, I can I can say that he's kind of scary. He's the one thing you re- you really don't want to see him. I mean, Tice Swarm can burn him down, 
But if you don't, he's just going to pop ties just here and then next turn here and then next turn here and then it just feels really bad. <laughs> yeah, when he came to the like the mid engagement, he was just yeah, he was one shot ties because everyone was either tokenless because K turns or spent on the attack or spent on some other defensive shot. It was brutal. And yeah, especially since Biggs and Selfless and I think the most damage I've I pulled off of Wedge all weekend was seven. Five damage on Biggs and two selflesses, and Wedge took five damage. So Wedge took twelve damage and wasn't dead essentially. Oh. That's nice. not a, not a recipe for success for uh, for the dice over there. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he takes so much damage. Oh, yeah. But yeah, all right, splitting. Move on to the top four here, uh, Brian. Who's your top four? Oh man, who was it? Uh, let me think about that. Oh, it was you, oh, man. You and your little type oh, four, man. man. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was great. Um, I had no hope. You were pretty. You were pretty excited oh, about it. Remember so that? Excited. Yep, very excited about it. Made all the way to top four to run into a swarm killer. <laughs> uh, so it was. I think you must have got your. Uh, I think yeah. So anybody who's played me that uh, last year or so has seen me castle some ships. So everybody's had their idea what they're going to do. You definitely had the uh, the dice advantage if we had to go to final salvo. So uh, you just started K turning in the corner. It was beautiful. <laughs> I want to fight you, man. I really didn't. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure like, well, okay, so I'm going to have to come after you. So I just slowly but surely got the uh, the epsilons out of there, and then I ran. So they went up towards you uh, while Quitraw slooped and then came around the bottom was going to run through the rocks. So I was trying to use the rocks as cover so you couldn't just completely charge in there with all the ties and have all all your mods and everything. And so you did what you should have done. You went after Quickdraw hard. Yeah, that was that hard. was my plan. I figured alright, you know, I got to get one shot here. I'm going to engage on Quickdraw. I'm going to, I don't care where the Epsilons are. I think I had, when I engaged, I had I had all five or all six guns on quick draw. I had an upsilon at range one of me and another upsilon at range two or three. And I, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever. I just need to get this one good round off. And if I have two TIE fighters against two upsilons, I can win this. Yep. But it didn't. So, it didn't yeah, work you, out. Had, you had a, you had Phasma at range one of you. And then so I saw you going for quick draw, but all your shots were at range three. So I had to do a coordinate chain from the back um, upsilon to give quick draw an evade. So quick draw was focused evade on that on that mm-hmm. engagement. Yeah, yeah. Which really helped. Absolutely. Out. Yeah. I think I lost I, I think I gave you a shield. I had an ability to actually get rid of it or completely ignore that hit, but I took it the opportunity to take another shot at and kill Wampa. I'm yeah, pretty sure, sure. That either happened. either he killed Wampa or the range one upsilon did. Yeah, it was it was it was part of the whole deal there. And then your entire swarm just gets stressed <laughs> and you're in the rocks and you're either doing some kind of a two four or two bank and running into something, or you're trying to turn out of it. You're staying stressed and you're still getting shot by epsilons. Yeah, it was it's beautiful. not fun. No, it's not. And then so yeah, basically, Fastman just stood there sniffing you the entire time while you're getting stressed. Yep. And then you got uh, really really lucky and you burned down the other epsilon. One god turn, yes, absolutely. I, I I think he had one shield on him and you took him all the way down. Oh, I did. No, I rolled. I rolled. Uh, yep. No, I rolled ten damage on him. I did ten damage on that turn with three ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was feeling pretty good about four everything. Shields on him. I know. I go. I'm not even going to reinforce. I'm fine. It's going to be great. I'm just going to whack you. And uh, so you had 
you had your last guy in that range one. Uh, who was it again? It was, so uh, I rolled. I rolled two, three, three hit attacks with two other tie fighters, and then you had a card on you. So Gideon rolled four dice, and you rolled four hits or three and a crit. Right, but I rolled a. Uh, rolled, I rolled an eyeball. Your first, a- your first paint on defense. There, spent the focus. Yep, and and pulled the right anyway. Yep. <laughs> Son of a bitch! So I didn't get to fire. I was very sad about that. I'm like, well, maybe I should have reinforced. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah after that so at that point i needed to get quick draw had flown behind your swarm yeah, i was you killed a tie with the charge. other upsell on that round anyway so i was down to yeah. three after that yeah quick draw had, had flown out of there flew through a cloud got stressed but had pad analyzer and took a took a bun shot at somebody a couple yeah, times i was still sitting on two shields i think yep. yeah and then Coming back for the next engage, you got quick draw, decently hurt. I think I had a damage card. I got weapons failure. Yes. I remember that. I don't know if I had one damage card on me or two. But then at that time, I was trying to play a little more cagey. Was done the two ties, and then the epsilon came back around finally and started whacking things. And then there was a range one engagement between quick draw and your last tie, and you're like, "Come on, man, barrel in front of me, barrel in front of me." I'm like, "No, no, no, son." <laughs> and I barreled away from you. You had no shot, and then I just rolled more paint smart with my, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, as much fun as that would be, show you how much of a man I can be, I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm not going to be I'm, a I'm man today. I'm just going to be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And yeah, the Lapsalon just uh, at range two rolled uh, four, four paint focused, and then the tie only had one health on it yep. anyways, and it exploded. That was the, so it was fun. It was fun for some of us. I'm sorry, son. I'm sorry. I'm trying to crush your dreams. Sorry. Actually, top four. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, man. One day One you'll day. get it. One day One you'll day. get it. Just not today. <laughs> or, or tomorrow. Yeah. Especially not yesterday. At all. No, no, Kalen, how'd your top four go? Well, I played against Blair Bucky, another Thai Swarm. Um, I played him in the Swiss. I was his only his I was his only loss. So I got him pretty good there with that initiative bid. And this one, he got the initiative. Um, the engagement was a bit more, it was still tight to the rocks. Um, I had Wedge moved up the flank slightly. So when he engaged in, he was at um, a, a 90 degree to my list. So he, even though he's at range one of some of my ships, he was coming up for a different angle. So if Blair wanted to bump him, he would have to commit and leave my other ships open. Um, but just like the initial range three shots did nothing. But when he came with the range one bump, uh, he got he bumped Biggs and Horton bumped into Biggs. But the wedge wasn't bumped and the partisan wasn't bumped. So that's some tokens there. Um, and then I just swarm tactics Horton. Uh, the primary range one shot into Wampa forced out Iden on the very first shot. Then the ion cannon went into Iden, did a damage. Then wedge killed Iden before she even fired. <laughs> Wolf. And then just, yeah. The, so Iden was burned before he even shot. And I didn't die. Yeah. And then uh, the follow-up shots, just, I didn't think I'd do any damage, but the next turn, the K-turns were coming and like they stopping and he couldn't block everything. Or he couldn't block anything. So Biggs got the town roll for free. Horton K-turned for free. The Ewing turned 90 and Wedge um, turned in. Uh, Wedge got got bumped, but it was, he was nothing, no real threat to him. Uh, the ship's K-turned and he was focusing on the Ewing this time. So the Ewing took some initial damage to start. Uh, he tried to finish it off, but the Ewing survived the second round of fire. But I, I, I instantly killed. I killed Wampa before he fired. I killed, I think, then the the academy before it fired as well. So I got two more ties before they fired. It was just 
It was just going downhill from there. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, he, he finished off the U-Wing the following round, but I killed two more TIE Fighters, so it was, it was one TIE versus Wedge, Biggs, and Horton. It was, just, it was a bloodbath. It was just every shot of mine connected and was just finishing off TIE Fighters. Uh, well. So, it, it did not go well. It was... Sad yeah, day for Tice Worms in the top four. Yeah, sad, yeah, sad day for Tice Worms in the top four. The big selfless just keeping things alive mm. and Swarm Taxis is making it so I can finish off ships before they get to fire. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised in the future if Swarm Taxis becomes like initiative points cost based. It just it seems really good <laughs> sometimes or too good. Like the ability is throughout the entire weekend. Swarm Tactics was a very key upgrade to just help me win some games. So, so then you guys met in the final. This was yep, we the, the most riveting game of Xwing I've ever seen. Tell me a little bit about oh, it. Oh, it is truly difficult. I had, to, I had to bring my hand across the table and everything. It was difficult. <laughs> yeah. The setup was tough. I had to not set up at all and then just Caleb, go get a beer. Caleb, with it his was, it was really already hard. paid trip to Worlds, decided. With when he had nothing to play for, and Ryan had everything to play for, it wouldn't really be fair to play just to deny Ryan a shot of the world's world's invite. So yeah, it was also it was a two and a half hour drive home. It was already hitting almost three thirty. Oh, four. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I I want to get home before nightfall. Hopefully, they still took me like with the border weight and picking up food along the way plus gas. I didn't get home until was seven. So <laughs> it takes yeah. time. It does. Turns out it's not a small distance. <laughs> Real quick, how do yep. you guys think the final would have gone had you played it out? Uh, I haven't it seen uh, Brian actually play that list. I'm not completely sure, but I was pretty confident I could uh, take it out. I have enough damage spreads to absorb the upslons for a bit. It all comes out of how long it would take me to kill Quick Draw. So if I take a Quick Draw in like one or two rounds, then he did not finish off like wedge or bigs or only finishes off like one of the two uh i can get behind i can pretty confident get behind the upsilons and it just comes out of how long it'll take me to burn them down because they won't be able to get behind these small b ships that get behind them yeah it would have would have been tough it would have just done, done what annoyed did is wait for him to come to me sit in the rocks and then make the engagement happen in the rocks because i don't care about it because i got a clutch detector and then just jump in there because i uh with phasma keep the other epsilon behind, so if he tries a K-turn or something like that, then he's not going to make it, and then just keep shooting the quick drop from the side, and hopefully roll hits. That's all I would have done. Yeah. And then, so when you when he's going to use Leia, he's going he's gonna to do it when he's already stressed, so he's going to get no mods, but if he rolls hot, then I can, I can still burn down, but if he just rolls average, then I should be fine, but uh, it would still be really, really tough with all that damage uh, spread thing they got going on for himself, so... Yeah, it would it would have been a really tough match. Yeah, and also like I, I'm in no rush, so I could have just sat in the, my own corner for like two hours because I had one more dice unit for the final salvo. <laughs> I'm like, oh, nothing playing for. I'll go for the final salvo. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to go fly into a corner. Yeah, I just with want to thank you guys for not sitting in your respective corners for two hours. Yeah, that would have been there. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yep. Well, I know Eric is extremely happy because he had his flight down to LA at 9 p.m. that night. So he was happy to go home and actually go rest and then not rush around. I think everybody was happy. Yeah, we just, oh, yeah. I, I didn't know what to stay there until 5 and 5 30, 6 o'clock. 
Oh, oh yeah. I wouldn't be home until like nine it. p.m. That was already the best last round ever. Yeah. All right. What do you guys? <laughs> do you guys have any thoughts on the uh, on the meta moving forward here that you didn't have before this event? Um, I don't think five Y wings are as scary as I thought they were. I mean, they're pretty good, but they're definitely beatable. Uh, that's one thing I came out. Even though, even Chris though you guys both me, lost to five Y wings. Uh, yeah, but I, I definitely saw a path to victory, and it wasn't as hard. It's a, all you got to do is like real average dice, and you're fine. Yeah, for me, the five Ys <laughs> is like having the quad TLTs. It's, it's going to be a list that it'll win some, and it'll, it'll be always be decent because it's, it's relatively simple. Anyone can pick it up. Uh, but to fly it well, uh, it takes a little bit extra, and people are also going to just be there to prepare for it. Uh, it's going to be one of those lists like it already won a hyperspace. Uh, Qualifier and it's going to be, it's going to exist until some type of point change. It's solid. It just rolls a lot of dice, but it can get outmaneuvered. We'll have to see. I think the list to see it hasn't come out because I don't think anyone wants to really buy five to six uh, RZ two A wings. But I think the A wing list is actually be one of the kings leading out to the end of. Yeah, there was a hyperspace in uh, the Utah one Utah, or the Las Vegas? I think right? it was the Utah, Utah one that was won by five A-Wings this past weekend, same time as ours. Yeah, yeah I think, or the Las Vegas one was pretty close to as well. I think it was a combination of A-Wings. Right. Um, I think they can, they can attack um, the uh, A-Wing, the, U, the Y-Wing list uh, from multiple different angles, or just like even force like a range three engage and then break away very quickly. Force it so they don't get too many shots at them, and then they can trade almost trade ship for ship because those A-Wings are even cheaper than Y-Wings. Uh, it'll take time. It's probably not going to go down to the A-Wings actually kill all the Y-Wings, but the only goal is to do enough damage so they can run for the, the entire game and they can run forever. Um, and especially in hyperspace, there's no real ship that's hyper-defensive other than other A-Wings and maybe TIE Fighters. So they, their two attacks is enough to actually hit most things, just how long especially it will take them to chip yeah, away. I agree with that. Yeah. I think just one of those lists is not going to table your opponent, but it'll be enough to hit and run tactics to break enough damage through without losing enough to win games on time. As a guy that likes to build lists that just punch people in the face, I can never fly that. <laughs> no, I'm uh, still not that bad. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll be a boring it. match because as you're running with <laughs> a bunch of A-Wings, but I think uh, the A-Wing list or an A-Wing swarm would be probably the, the would lead the top. Other than that, I think Rebels will always be there with Y-Wings or just the damage spread because Selfless plus Banks is just a really good combination. So a list like mine or something similar with a, a, another X-Wing or a different Y-Wing. Any combination of the pilots. Um, I think there's actually some hidden gems within the scum list, but people just have to break out uh, their ideals and step away from Boa Fett and see what other pilots are. Like I think there's something with the TIE Fighters, even generic Fang Fighters might see some play, especially if Swarms come in. Those Fang Fighters are the Skull Squad is Initiative Four, so they're actually AC, and the Fang Fighter ability is really good. You can fit um, quite a few of them in you there. You don't have to tell me. Eight. I lost round one to a Boba and two Skulls. Built again. <laughs> I just keep running the list that were built against by Tie Swarm, man. Yeah, well, like, I think imagine if they just chase out, change out Boba for Cast Scarlet because Cast Scarlet works with oh, those gosh. generic Fangs. So, like, I think there's lists out there that people need to just take a second look and it's like, wait a second, that's really good. But, yeah, I think the only faction that's kind of hogtied, I want to say, is Imperials. They're pretty much playing Tysorm or Tysalad. I don't think there's really too many other options unless you want to try 
some weird stuff. Like I recommended four Reapers to my friend for to fight the triple Upsilons. It did well versus that, but then triple Upsilons. Well, there was, was a dead, Vader so mini sadly. swarm that won hyperspace in England. Yeah. So there, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah. Tie but ace. I'm not, I think the straight up tie storm is a better call. I agree. But I'm personally not sold at all on Vader, but yeah. Like to make him like feel like a true ace, you had to put too many points in him to get still get uh afterburners hate and yeah. SCS at the minimum. That's like that's a seventy six point ship. It's not too expensive, but it's getting up there and it limits how many like that's five generic ties behind right. it. It doesn't feel as nice of having a six tie swarm with all the all the lovely upgrades or name pilots. Especially the Inferno Squadron just they all work so well with each yeah, other. Yeah, they do. And if Vader ever gets caught there, like oh, because he's only got the barrel roll for reposition. I mean, you got afterburners, I guess, but I mean, if he gets in a corner or something like that, like you're just screwed. Yeah, you just can't get out. He's always going to take shots. Like, and that's why I wasn't too worried having no initiative bid fly initiative six. It's just in general, I think, unless you're playing printed resistance, maybe first order, just initiative bids are going to be quite, quite like no one's going to really take too many points into it. Uh, just, Nothing really to fight for. There's no real double reposition you have to worry about unless you're flying like Kylo Ren, Poe, maybe some of the A-Wings. Maybe if you're scum, if you want to run Fen Rao, but I don't think he even needs that. Well, he now. can't even double reposition. Yeah, so it's just... You're going to get caught in an arc and yep. get shot at, so... You want shit. Right now, I think in hyperspace, you want All durability. All of this will change once Anakin hits the field. Yeah, we have to, we'll have to see when the Republic and Separatists come out. Like, we'll, we yeah. don't have no idea. I'm not sure how big the Separatist uh, influence will be, seeing as it's all really shitty droids, stat-wise. But you probably feel a lot of them and still have aces on the table. And we so know Storms are good. I mean, even ones without the Inferno stuff. So, mm-hmm. all right, last question. Ryan, are you excited to see copies of your list everywhere? Uh, sure. Why not? I would love to do a mirror match. Let's do it. It's going to make no sense. It's going to be terrible. It's like, yeah, but, um, why not? I mean, no one's flying first order right now. I was like, what? One of In three. The entire hyperspace, the yeah. hyperspace. I had the only Upsilons. Like everybody was so out on Upsilons. I was like, what? What do you guys, I was flying these two things for like, like last month. What's going on? This is, this is fine. Even though I was losing the entire time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. So yeah, quick, uh, quick draw to Epsilon's man. Up, up on the way. I want to see it. I want to see it out there. <laughs> well, congratulations, Ryan. Congratulations, Caitlin, on your final and your win in Toronto as well. Uh, great talking to you guys. Yeah, thank you. Bye, man. Thank you.